0: Lost Talk Radio.
1: From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end-of-the-week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear, and we put them on the air for you. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the CyberStation Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. And today... We're going to be talking with two great talents, two great female talents. At 2.05 Eastern, Toby Lightman returns to Music Friday Live with her new project, EKOP. She's going to tell you all about it in a couple of minutes. And at 2.30... Rising country star Sarah Darling brings you a Christmas EP like you've never heard before. And for those of you listening in Tennessee, Sarah is going to be headlining the Franklin Theater's Christmas show tonight with Mindy Smith and a bunch of other people. So if you're in central Tennessee, there's a few tickets left. Check it out. Remember, this is your show. The artists here will talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511, or email questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com or log on to the chat room. The chat room is open if you're listening to us on the Blog Talk Network. We are Music Friday Live. That's at sign Music Friday Live on Twitter. And if you follow our Twitter uh, feed and our Facebook page, um, you'll find out who our artists are and you'll get the latest news. If you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us. That's right. Tell us. Go to our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And when you get there, you'll see way up at the top on the right side is a tab that says Your Choice. Click on it. And that will bring up a form, a nomination form, and you can nominate whoever you want. We look at those every week. It takes about 30 seconds, and it could put a band that you've discovered on the air with us. And also, while you're there, look around. Read the reviews. Check out the band biographies. Comment on the blog. You know, get involved. Well, you may have noticed that I opened the show with a welcome to Music Friday Live. That's right. That's right. We are quietly changing the name of the show from Music Friday to Music Friday Live. There's two reasons for this. First of all, as we've discovered, a few people have pointed out to us, there are a couple of other Music Friday sites on the Internet, although strangely enough, none of them are live, but they are on the Internet. And, as you know, there's no other Music Friday radio show, but there is some confusion possible. So... The second reason is our Twitter handle is at Music Friday Live. Somebody had taken at Music Friday but was not using it. So it was suggested that we add live since we are live. It's worked out, and over the next few months, you'll see this change in our website. But when we're on the air, it's Music Friday Live. And also, finally, you're going to hear a few more country artists. Not that I'm going to be sliding pop and rock. And rap and metal and jazz and acoustic, but we haven't had enough country in the show, and I know many of you love country because you told me so, so we're going to mix it up. This week today, rising country star Sarah Darling will be with us. And, of course, last week we interviewed Mindy Smith. And next week we're going to be talking to Amy Rose, whose single, Sunshine, just hit number 13 on the Billboard Top 40. So expect a little more country. But don't worry. There's going to be plenty of everything else. We have to take a break now. And when we come back, after saying hello to our affiliates, Toby Lighthouse is going to be here with her wonderful new project, EKOP.
2: Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net.
1: Welcome back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our radio listeners, especially our listeners at KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. Join us by email at musicfridaylive. that's musicfridaylive.com and call us at 424-675-6806. Well, I just introduced you to a person who doesn't exist. I said Toby Lighthouse. It's not Toby Lighthouse. It's Toby Lightman. She's a singer, an artist, an entrepreneur, and just about an all-around great person. How do I know? Well, I just got a photograph of her and her friend Josh hand-making wonderful Christmas cards with stars and snowflakes and Christmas trees. That's in addition to one of the finest voices and most powerful songwriting I have heard. Toby's song, Long Hard Day, from her Holding a Hard album, is one of my top playlist songs, and I think it should be a song of the year, frankly. In fact, the whole album should be one of, a song of the year. But like the creative genius she is, Toby does not stand still very long. Her current project, EKOP, and she's going to tell you about it, will be released next spring. But already the music she's assembling and the way she's doing it is making waves. So I'm really excited that she's taken a break from Christmas cards and songwriting to talk with us today. Toby Lightman, welcome back to Music Friday Live and Merry Christmas. Merry
3: Christmas to you. Thanks for having me.
1: And sorry about the lighthouse.
3: Okay, <laughs> that's all right. No problem. Uh,
1: I, I was kind of uh, interested when I got the email with you making the Christmas cards. How many Christmas cards are you going to be making?
3: Well, I've only made a few so far because I just put it on my um, put it out as an exclusive on my Pitch campaign because a few fans had been asking. They know that I like to make things <laughs> recently, so somebody suggested making holiday cards, and so I kind of just started toying around with it, and
1: that's what I did. Well, they look wonderful. and uh, I'm, Thank I'm, you. And, and I appreciate very much you doing that. Now, let's talk about EKOP. Now, I know what it is because I joined the project. I took the pledge, but you should tell our audience about it and remind them that they can still take the pledge.
3: Well, it's basically similar to what Kickstarter is people are familiar with that. It's more, you know, in the world of independent music, it's really challenging to be able to do everything that you want without a major powerhouse label behind you, but it's also got its many perks with being able to do really what you want creatively and have that kind of freedom. So for me, I uh, am in between labels and in an interesting situation where I have an album that I finished, and I was looking for ways to release it, um, and we actually are on on schedule now to release next year, but we wanted to include the fans in the process of making the artwork and making the t shirt designs and creating the album packaging and and showing showing people behind the scenes footage that they might not have ever seen footage of me in the recording studio that I took two years ago when i i don't even know why I did it, but I had a feeling that I should capture some of those moments, and so I had them all on my phone and on my computer and uh, so i started sharing it and it really is just people giving me up given the opportunity to pre-order the album before it's released to the public and getting to kind of watch it all come together at the same time
1: well it's more than just pre-order that you really get them engaged in the whole process don't you
3: yeah well people can read the journal that i kept while i was recording the album and the good days and the bad days which i think most people probably (laughs) like hearing the bad days more but um so they can read my journal entries and see background footage of me recording you know gospel choirs on certain songs and seeing the drummers come up with parts and it's super interesting to me at least and so i i hope everybody enjoys reading the updates that i put up
1: Well, it's super interesting to me, and that's why I was glad to uh, to to take the pledge. Let's listen to uh, just a little bit of the title song here, E K O P. I really love that. That's um, I'm looking forward so much to to the to the whole album. Oh, you know, we forgot to tell people where they can take the pledge. Where do you want them to go to take the pledge?
3: Um, well, they can pledge, uh, which basically means pre-order the new album and anything else that you see that's fun and interesting on there. But um, it's pledgemusic.com backslash Toby Lightman.
1: You know, I understand. It's just a pre-or it is a pre-order, but I like the idea of pledge. Um, as mm-hmm. you know, this song that this this show is is uh, was created to to support emerging and rising artists. And uh, by by going there and pre-ordering, they kind of are taking a pledge that uh, this is an artist. They're saying that you are an artist that we want to see succeed. And and I like that mm-hmm. whole idea. Um, let's talk a little bit about the song. Um, what's the message uh, you say in the song that we're strangers, but you sing "Don't Stop Dreaming"? What are you saying? Um, what is the <laughs> well, message? Well, basically,
3: there? <laughs> the song is uh, is in my eyes a, a day in the life of of living in the city slash living in this world. I mean, we're all living. At least I can speak for myself living in Manhattan. You know, we live so close together. We live on top of each other literally with so many different people and we walk the streets with so many people and we make eye contact and some people look down and it's just a very interesting environment to live in and know that we're all here in this space but we're all living really different lives and we're all kind of in the same grind and in the same game but it's a different kind of game for everybody. So I think it was more just my moment of of realizing, you know, we're kind of all in this together and I don't know what you're going through but I'm going through this and but we're all in it together
1: I, I like that message and I, and I like the line um, that you don't want to live just so you can survive that there's more out there than just living every every day and uh, I think that's a great message and uh, uh, did that has that been sort of percolating for a while, or did you just decide that that's the message you want to talk about or sing about
3: um, you know I think that I've always subconsciously I have this City mind. <laughs> now I've lived in New York for almost 15 years, and I was. We actually started writing that while we were in the studio. Um, Kurt Schneider, the producer that worked with me on this album, he has a really great. He's a bass player, so he's a very good groove sense. And we put up a groove like that, and we just started saying people will be people and every kind of people, and we just started going in this way that made that opened the door to. I think the message just to come through naturally
1: well now I understand uh, why it's such, a, it's such an earworm uh, <clears throat> because it was got a groove let's listen to another one here this one I really like
2: thought you checked out thought you moved away blessed another town never to come around that was yesterday Oops. now you're back on I'm afar, following in my car, everywhere that you go.
1: That's another real standout song, and I I think uh, that uh, it's a kind of an attitude song, a very New (laughs) York song, at least to me, sitting out here in La La Land. But it really gets to you. It kind of sneaks under your your skin, especially with those backup vocals and the lines, Don't you ever stop, brand spanking new with nothing to prove. Is this song about a particular person?
3: You know, it's not really. I think that for me, I just, I love authenticity and I love people that you can tell when people are fake. And I think that ultimately, there's so many people out there that put up a front and put up this alter ego. And I mean, I write with an alter ego, but everybody that comes to my shows knows that I'm not that person. But to me, I think it's more just like people saying all of a sudden, I'm going to be this person now. And it's like, no, 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 honey, that's, I can see right through this whole thing. And so that's kind of what it's all about.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's a good attitude because the business you're in and the business I'm in, you're exactly right that uh, there are times when we just have to throw a switch and be somebody where, that's not quite us. Uh, and it's it's good to get that message out every now and then. Well, and there
3: again. are artists that, that are very genuine in their alter ego. I mean, Lady Gaga is a perfect example. She's She is that, and I i'm I love things like people like that, but I think ultimately there you can see through when it's not real
1: We're talking with uh to with Toby Lightman uh, about her new project, E-K-O-P, somebody who's very real. And we'd love to hear from you all. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can call in at uh, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. And actually, I'm starting to get emails, but I'll just say it once again. The email is MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. Um, let's take a couple of these emails here. Um, Resnick in Nashville wants to know, are people who pledge investors or donors? What do they get? Good question.
3: Well, people that pledge are technically donors. Um, you're getting what you choose to you know, pay for, what, what, however little or as much as you feel comfortable giving. But ultimately, it is going towards the greater goal of the release of the album. So it's kind of like instead of waiting for the show to purchase it live right there, you're purchasing it now.
1: Okay. Maria Elena in Los Angeles wants to know, are you going to do an EKOP tour? That would be awesome.
3: I am in the process of booking shows right now, actually. I have a show at City Winery uh, in Chicago on January 22nd and then a show in Minneapolis at Dakota Jazz Club on January 23rd. And I'm actually going to go back to the southeast in the spring and I'm going to have lots of shows coming up in 2014.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Maria Elena, watch her website, uh, and maybe you'll see a show pop up in uh, in California that you can go to. Um, mm-hmm. Back in your town, Victor in New York City says, um, "Do you use?" And this, he's kind of it's kind of garbled in here. Oh, here it is. <laughs> do you do do you use strips f- from your from songs people send in and mix them in with your own songs is that what e-k-o-p is all about
3: do i use other people's
1: songs yeah i I think what he's talking about there is do people send you little pieces of uh, music that you can then um, mix in
3: Oh, I probably would say no, because <laughs> that would probably start a, a very interesting downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Not interesting. Everybody right, would well. then be like, why didn't you use mine? What's wrong with <laughs> me? I, I don't think that would be good. Pandora's box at all, <laughs> all right, <laughs> but thanks yeah. for the offer.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you're independent now. Uh, you left your record company, and you've been doing quite well, thank you, with holding a heart and lots of TV and film placements. What gave you the the idea for a crowd album? Is this just is this another move to ensure your independence as an artist and a businesswoman?
3: You know, I think that what I, over the years I've found that my fans really you know, they're like friends, and so to me, I was in a situation where I didn't want to do Pledge for a very long time. I was not sure if I was comfortable with it, but I think ultimately, you know, I was able to create a campaign that made me feel comfortable with, you know, having everybody participate and and, and making it more a creative effort and more of a, I want your opinion, you know, I want you to help me make these decisions and be an insider to the process of putting a record out. Not many people know how much goes into putting a record out. And so I think it was more, that what, that's what made me feel more comfortable being a part of doing Pledge.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you did because you're absolutely right. Most people don't understand that it, it can be a very long, involved process. Uh, we're talking with uh, Toby Lightman about her new project EKOP, and we're taking your emails and your calls. Uh, you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can call in. You know. If, uh 347 215 I know that this is work hours. A lot of you are sitting there with your earphones on and you want to email in, and that's fine. We love to see your emails. Um, Toby, we've been giving people a little samples of your album, but um, I'm told that you're very generously going to allow us to play a, one of the songs from the album all the way through without interruption. I want to thank you for that. This is a premiere. So here it is. This is Running From Love.
2: I was down under hiding all too well When you came crashing through my broken cell Always feared a love like you So I know what I gotta do Showing no graces when I start to run Stumbling become, don't need no helping hand, only ashes for what was a man, you held my heart, held my soul, held me back, wouldn't let go.
1: And we're back, and that was Running From Love. So uh, I hope that uh, you all go and get, when the album is ready, you should all go out and uh, get it. And, but right now, you should pre-order it. Take the pledge. Pre-order the album, because <laughs> it, you're going to be really happy you did. Uh, and, of course, we're talking to the, the woman who you heard sing the album. Uh, and, and, Toby, when you started writing and recording, say, the song Running From Love for the EKOO, EKOP album. It seems like there's sort of a new determination and a, m- a new maturity in your voice and, and in your writing and in your delivery. Um, it's more than, you're, than you were just always good, but you, now you're lots better. Is this a new <laughs> level for you? C- can, can you tell us what is different now with you?
3: Um, you know, I think it's always been a process for me. When I first got signed, I had three songs to my name and I, I wasn't very comfortable singing in front of people. And I think over the years, I have just developed my own skill. And I feel I, I don't know if I've ever been able to say this before this album, but I truly feel extremely confident in my vocal skills. Now I take a lot more chances than I did before. And I know what I'm good at. And I think that I've been able to, as a writer, to figure out what to write for myself that works best for my voice, and, and that really just happened on this album.
1: Yeah, it it shows or it sounds. Uh, I can really tell that there's a, a new level of confidence in you. And like I said, you were always you're always very very good, but there's something different here. That's that's a notch better. It's a um, and that's that's why I immediately decided to to take the pledge because this is <laughs> this is the breakthrough. All right. Oh, um, uh, we we'll Let's see. change. I want to change topics for uh, a minute here. I understand that you were at a school Monday in Brooklyn for the charity Little Kids Rock. you want to tell us about Little Kids Rock and what you did there?
3: Well, I'm actually going on the 20th, so it's uh-huh. next Friday. So I haven't gone yet, but um, that's actually a good time because for Pledge Music, I am donating 5% of the po- uh, proceeds to Little Kids Rock, which is an organization um, in this area, but um, I think they operate nationally. They help raise money to donate musical instruments and music education to lower served schools. And one of the schools is in Brooklyn, and they have been learning my holiday song, Snow Day, for me to come, and I'm going to actually perform it with them, which will be super awesome.
1: Uh, is somebody going to video that?
3: I'm trying to find somebody. If anybody out there wants to come and video it, please write a message on my Facebook page.
1: <laughs> that would be wonderful. Come on, there's got to be somebody out there with a video camera and the, and the knowledge to do that because that would be priceless. and, and I think a little- so, too. Uh, Little Kid's Rock Incidentally is a national organization it 's in twenty five cities it 's last year it served one hundred and ten thousand children and there are numerous studies that show that uh, kids who play music are 52% more likely to graduate from high school and go to college. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you. You get an electronic over-the-air high-five from me for <laughs> doing that. because That is uh, exactly what this, this country needs, and I really appreciate you, you doing those kinds of things. So, so oh, let's little you. kids rock. And somebody out there in New York City who's got a video camera, where should they, where should they go to contact you? They should
3: just write a message to me on my Facebook page, and I'll see it. I guarantee it.
1: Okay, all right. Well, we are just about out of time. I want to play a little bit uh, in the background of uh, the last song, one of the the songs on the uh, the EP, Uh, You're Welcome. And I want to say thank you so much for being here, for working with Little Kids Rock, and for spending the time with us.
3: Yes, thanks for having me again.
1: And uh, Merry Christmas. The incomparable to- Toby Lightman. Sign up for EKOP at her website. That's TobyLightman.com. And maybe you can get one of those handmade Christmas cards. Yeah, please a- <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm looking forward to I that. I like
3: making them. I want to make more. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. We've got to take a break now. And uh, when we come back, we're going to go country. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Patrick O'Heffernan. We're back. You're listening to Music Friday Live. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host, and right now we are going to shift to country music. We're going to be talking to Sarah Darling. I'll remind everybody that the interview was actually conducted earlier today, so you can't call in. It's not live. I'm sorry about that, but she, uh, she ran into a sound check for her show tonight at the Franklin Theater, and so we had to, to be a little early with this one, but here she is. Last week when I interviewed Mindy Smith, I said I wasn't going to do any more Christmas songs. Well, that was before I heard Sarah Darling's Christmas EP, Have a Merry Little Christmas, Darling. I know Darling as a country singer on the brink of stardom with a carefully crafted songwriting skill and exquisitely controlled voice that delivers powerful emotional payloads. So I put on the earphones, and I quickly change my mind. This is an album of Christmas songs that you want to listen to, not just put on repeat while you decorate the Christmas tree. Sarah will be on stage tonight at the Venerable Franklin Theater in a Christmas concert produced by the renowned music director and Emmy nominee Steve Gibson. And as an extra treat, she's going to bring some of her friends along, Mindy Smith, Jean Bostic, and Matthew Perryman Jones. But we're delighted that she's taking a few minutes before setting up and sound checking to talk with us. Sarah, it's an honor to have you with us. Merry Christmas and welcome to Music Friday Live.
4: Uh, thank you. Merry Christmas to you. I'm, uh, I'm very, excited, very excited to be on the phone with you, and, and thank you for your kind words on the Christmas EP. I, uh, well, it's it, something I'm so proud of.
1: Well, I've been listening to it all week, and I understand why you're proud of it. You've, really, you've done something here that, that is very difficult to do. You've taken songs that we all know and we all hear in the elevator in the mall and, and what have you, and you've turned them into songs that we want to listen to. Now, you start out with um, I'll be home for Christmas now which is kind of a it's kind of a down song but you put such deep powerful emotion into it that not only through your arrangement, but you do some things with your voice that, that goes far beyond the song. I'm gonna play a little of it for our audience and then we can come back and talk about it.
2: Yeah. Please <laughs> have snow Mistletoe and-
1: Talking with Sarah Darling about our new Christmas EP, "Have a Merry Little Christmas, Darling," and we just played uh, "I'll Be Home for Christmas." What kind of images went through your head when you were standing in the booth recording that?
4: It's um, you know I'm I love Christmas. It's my my favorite time of year, and you know for me I just I kind of go into this like nostalgic place of of being young and you know, and all the great memories of um, all the Christmases, you know, in the past, and, and that's kind of what I pulled from when I was recording, you know, all four of these songs, but I'll be home for Christmas, um, you know, when you really listen to the lyrics, it's it's kind of a sad song, and especially when you get to the end, you realize that you don't know if this person's, you know, going home for Christmas, and and there's no place like home, and I think, you know, at Christmas time, that's what everyone wants to feel. That's the, that's the feeling that brings us close together, and, and that's why I love that song so much.
1: Are you going to be home for Christmas this year?
4: I am going home for Christmas this year. I am heading back to a place called Mitchellville, Iowa,
1: a small town <laughs> I'm spending
4: <laughs> Christmas uh, where I grew up, actually.
1: Well, I have a, a really personal question for you. Are you going to be baking this Christmas?
4: Well... That is uh, a good question, and the answer is yes. Um, I, in fact, actually, I, I always do like a, an annual bake day, even before Christmas. So I, I spend like a day baking all day and baking treats for my friends and pies and all kinds of things that I will be baking. That's, like, that's a, a must, decorating Christmas cookies and, and doing all that. That's part of the, the tradition for me.
1: Well, of course, your fans know that that cooking is one of your passions. And uh, um, my family's Christmas tradition is sticky buns in the morning before we open presents. Ooh, do do, do, do you make sticky tradition. buns?
4: Do you no, make sticky buns? No.
1: though. Well, when you see Mindy tonight, you might you might tell her that Patrick said hello. And I still think that pecans belong on the top of of sticky buns. Okay.
4: Okay. Okay. She <laughs> must. She, she must disagree.
1: Uh, she, make, she makes hers w- w- without, without pecans Without um, pecans The next song on on your album Is is uh, Joni Mitchell's River But you bring kind of a depth to it That's all of your own I want to play a little bit And then we can uh, talk about that too
0: It's
1: coming on
2: Chris You're cutting down trees You're putting up rain singing songs of joy and peace. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. It don't snow here, it stays pretty green. When I make a lot of
1: Now, your delivery of this song, which of course is a uh, uh, Joni Mitchell song, um, is heartbreakingly potent, and, and it's different than Joni's, but but it's just as personal. Sort of as service, every detail of your arrangement and every note that you sing is freighted with kind of the melancholy of loss. But the song itself seems like an odd choice for a Sarah Darling Christmas album. Um, this was Joni Mitchell up in the Hollywood Hills crying over the loss of a lover during Christmas season and wanting to get out of the business, and yet you just got married. Your career is going strong. It's the holiday season. You're going to be baking. Why did you pick this song?
4: You know what they say about, you know, especially the people who you least expect to love. That would actually be me. I, um, you know, I, I'm, i you know, obviously this has been an amazing year, and I'm so happy and with the love of my life, but... There's kind of an interesting story behind the song. I, I used to hear this song when I would be shopping, you know, at the malls uh, during Christmas, and it just stuck with me my whole life, and I loved it so much. And I, I, I know when you hear a great song, it kind of, I don't know, it affects you at that particular time in your life. And, and, it, and for, for me, River stayed with me, and I just thought it was one of the most beautiful songs. I had ever heard, and I said, you know, if I ever get to make a Christmas, rec- if I do some Christmas recording, I'm gonna, I'm, I w- I would love to record this song uh, because it is about loss, and and you know, I tend to love songs that are you know deep and introspective. And yes, it was kind of a wild card pick, um, you know, to put on a Christmas record. But what I find is so many people love that song uh, just like I do, and I wanted to bring a different. A different feel to it um, that you know to make it my own but obviously not take away from from Joni's who is the reason why I wanted to record it in the first place.
1: You, you, you um, recorded this I, and tell me if I'm wrong here but it sounds like you recorded it very carefully you really thought through what you were going to be doing with this song am I right on that?
4: I did I you know I wanted you to visually be there I kind of wanted you to visually be able to capture that moment of of you know of where this person is and i think even you know the, if you listen to the piano it's um you know that's my favorite piano um, ha- has reverb on it and it's it's really an emotional sounding piano part and and you know and, and then you know the way that i'm singing is very intimate and and just you know really kind of having a conversation with this person who's gone and, and, you know, to be honest with you, it's, it's a song that that's my favorite track off the, the EP. That's my standout track
1: for me. <laughs> uh, well, I, it, it certainly packs a, a powerful punch, and it's uh, one I've been listening to over and over again. And I went back and I listened to the Joni Mitchell um, rendition of that, and um, you do honor her wonderfully when you do that and you do it on, on on your own. Did that take a lot of takes or did once you get in the, the booth and put on the earphones and stand in front of the microphone it just came out?
4: That song just came out, honestly. Um, you know, Steve Gibson is, you know, such a, he's a you know a, a, an amazing guitarist, a wonderful producer and he produced this project with me and he, he was telling people that You know, especially with River, because I was so into that song. When I got into the booth, you know, literally we did a few takes of that song, and it just, it was magic. Because, you know, the track was so magical. You know, I was actually singing while we were cutting the track. And we were doing it the old-fashioned way, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: he is—he is, uh, is a marvelous producer, and actually, you're going to be working with him tonight too at uh, the Franka Theater, aren't you?
4: I am. I am. This is mm-hmm. going to be an exciting night. This is to showcase, you know, this EP, but also I've asked some friends of mine to to come along and sing, and and you know, it's in historic Franklin the Franklin Theater is, you know this old theater that's been restored and opened up and and it'll just get everyone in the Christmas spirit and I'm excited about, you know, it's it's almost a sellout show, we just have like 10 tickets left, so it's going to be a wonderful show tonight.
1: Well, I, I think once the the show is over here, there won't be any tickets left. And, and I looked at uh, the show t- at, at the seats today, and I think all of those ten tickets are actually single, scattered throughout the theater. So you can say it's a it, it's a sellout uh, show, right? Okay, we're talking you know with well yes I wish I was there but you know I'm on the other side of the country but I'll catch you when you come to California we're talking with Sarah Darling about her new Christmas EP have a merry little Christmas darling this interview was recorded earlier so unfortunately you can't call in and talk to to Sarah or send us any emails but we will have her back on at some time live too but don't call in right now Um, the two remaining songs on the album are traditional Yuletide carols Uh, you do the Christmas song which was written by Mel Torme and Robert Wells, and Silent Night from Austria in the, uh, the 1800s, um, <clears throat> I'm going to play a, a, a little bit of Silent Night, but, but you've, and both of them actually, you've put your stamp on both of these songs, but you've done it in kind of a very interesting way. Let's listen to Silent Night. is so beautiful it just strips away all the tinsel and it presents the good news simply powerfully joyfully now i'm not a christian but i respect that this is a holy day as well as a holiday and frankly i'm kind of sad that much of our society forgets that in the rush for presents and black friday and all that stuff you bring us back down to hallowed ground with that song your arrangement your delivery is exactly right now did that flow, or did you have to work at it?
4: That, um, from the very beginning, uh, when we were planning this project, I, I said I would love Silent Night to be on this. And it, it, was, it was one that, you know, from the beginning, I said this has to be on a project. And it, it honestly, we literally just went into the studio. It was a piano, was just me and a piano. That's how we built this track. It was so intimate. You could have, it was literally myself and a guy named John Jarvis, who's one of the most amazing pianists in, in Nashville. And, and we, you know, I just put my head in, into this place of, of what you were saying, really, is that Christmas, people really lose sight of what Christmas is all about. Um, and it, it is a holy day. It's, uh, you know, and that song is a true Christmas story to me, and I, I love being able to share that. Um, with people, and it really paints the picture um, of that day, and, and it's just painted so beautifully.
1: Are you going to? You're going to be singing that tonight, aren't you?
4: I am going to be singing that tonight. That's actually my closer.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's, I
4: am. I'm going to to close with with uh, the Christmas story, and and have a friend of mine sing harmonies, uh, some beautiful harmonies on that that song.
1: What um what will you do if people in the audience start humming along with you?
4: I I totally want that to happen. <laughs> I I mean, I really want I want the audience to have fun. In fact, I'm doing a couple of fun Christmas songs but, that are not on the E P. tonight, like Last Christmas, which to me, when I hear that song, I seriously can't get it out of my head for the rest of the rest of the day. I don't know what it is. The wham version of Last
0: Christmas
1: <laughs> 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 <Suck. laughs> Uh, okay now we know what runs around in your head (laughs) Uh, um, you've got two concerts coming up before the end of the year you've got the one tonight and you've also got one I believe on the 18th at the listing room back in Nashville is that right
4: I do I do I'm playing with a friend of mine uh, Jeff Dayton and we you know Jeff Dayton was a a mentor of mine uh, in Nashville when I started writing music and and we're actually getting back together to play a, a real intimate, you know, singer-songwriter show in Nashville, uh which will be a show you won't want to miss. It's going to be great.
1: Uh, and tickets are still available for that, I imagine.
3: They are. They absolutely they are. are.
1: Damn. Well, while I'm enjoying the 70 degree weather out here, I'm sorry I I won't <laughs> I'm be so in Nashville. Jealous. <laughs> I'm sorry I won't be back in, uh, in Nashville or Franklin to, to uh, catch either of these concerts because I know they're going to be wonderful, but for any of our audience out there who uh, who are in uh, Tennessee um, or Georgia or anywhere nearby, it's worth the drive. Uh, maybe you can snag one of the last seats at the Franklin Theater tonight, or you can go into Nashville on the 18th because these will be concerts that uh, you'll always remember that you don't want to miss these if you have any opportunity at all to- to, to see these. Now, there's one more uh, song on the album, and uh, it's kind of another interesting tick. Here we go. that well, you could be in Carnegie Hall there. Um, <laughs> and I might add, I, I don't hear any Nashville, uh, any country in at all in that song, or in the EP in general. Um, was that intentional, or did you approach this song and this EP as something that transcends genres um, and it's just for the season? Because there's no Nashville there at all.
4: I wanted to just make, you know, when I think of Christmas music, I think of it being classic, and and what what we did is we, you know, we made the music just, you know, make the song sound beautiful, and and for me, I wanted everyone to be able to, you know, feel like that they could love this, this EP, and, you know, when you listen to my voice, you know, there's always a sense of you know, being this country pure voice, but when you add the classic instruments, it takes it to this completely different level. And I was really, you know, wanting to make a record that sounded classic and it transcends to
1: everyone. Well, you certainly did that. And I would say, after listening to this and listening to all of your your other, because I've listened to just about everything you've done this week, um, you can do both just very, very well. And I don't know if you what's coming up in the future. Like you said, this is uh this has been quite a year for you. You you've had hit singles, you've gone independent, you've gotten married, you lost your grandfather. Lots of things have happened. It's sort of like you're you've moved up to a new platform. Am am I hearing uh something new that's gonna be launched uh in the new year?
4: Yes. In fact, you know, it's it's you know, growing independent, I'll start with that is um has been a really amazing thing. Um you know, I always feel that People serve a purpose in your life at, at the at the right time, and and you know I I was working with a company for a while, and they they did amazing things for me, and and now I kind of feel like I'm in a place where I could do anything, and you know the first project, you know, doing this Christmas project, experimenting like we did, I felt like was so successful for us, and just to push myself uh, to see what I can do as far as a vocalist and. And music, uh, so that's been exciting. And, and Steve and I are planning on working on a new record uh, at the beginning of the year. And I, I just think that he brings out a side of me that no one's ever been able to bring out. Um, and honestly, when we're in the studio, it's it's magic. It just creates magic. And um, you know, when you add that with you know being married to the love of my life, and he's from he's originally from London, and you know we dated long distance for two years, and have a crazy crazy story of, of us getting together, and so that was just wonderful to have him in Nashville, and um, and so when you really add up all the amazing things that have happened, this has been the biggest, you know, influential year of my life, and I think it's just a taste of what's to come. Uh, next year is probably going to be, you know, the most incredible year for me, and, and I'm excited to see how it unfolds.
1: Well, I am too. And, and when uh, you get that new album finished, I, I hope we have an opportunity to play it on the air and have you talk about it. Uh, and I maybe love even... that. Okay. Well, we'll 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 make that happen. Um, we're almost out of time, but I do have one other question for you. It's a little personal, but I'm sure your your fans are know this and they're interested. Um, this is going to be the first Christmas that you'll spend with your with your husband but it'll also be the first Christmas you spend without your grandfather. Is that going around in your mind? Will that be in your mind when you get on stage tonight?
4: It, you know what? It has been. In fact, um, it's been on my mind every day since it's, it's happened. And my my grandpa was such a big influence um, in my life uh, growing up. He's the reason why I I was introduced to country music. It was because of him, and, and he loved the Grand Ole Opry and, and it was just you know, and I've I've got to play 50 times, and and you know that was always such a big deal uh, for him. So I, I think you know this Christmas is a little bittersweet, I in a, in a way because of of missing him so much, but also having you know James. And and the way I look at it is, you know, when you lose someone, they're never. I I feel like they're never really gone. They're with you in your heart, and you can always speak to them, and. And I know that, you know, for me, this, you know, this Christmas will be beautiful because it's the circle of life, in a sense. You know, I've, you know, I'm married now and, and starting a new family, new traditions, and a new life. And, and my grandpa got to meet him, and and that that makes me so happy inside and and so peaceful. And and so I think, you know, it'll be great to share the stories of my grandfather over time, and that will be a beautiful thing but yes it will be it will be difficult it'll be better seat for me
1: well we are out of time now I'm sure your grandfather is watching you with a big grin and maybe some uh, some tensile yes definitely the best seat in the house um, we are out of time now. I know you and your friends are going to deliver the Christmas show of a lifetime uh, tonight. I'm sorry I won't be there. Um, and I know you have another concert, like we mentioned, uh, on December 18th at the Listening Room in Nashville. So for everyone who can't be at her concerts, the next best thing is to take home a copy of Sarah's EP, Have a Merry Little Christmas, Darling. You can buy it in a holiday package. You still have time, including autograph shows of Sarah at her website www.sarahdarling.com Sarah, we are out of time um, so I'm going to say thank you very much and we'll have you back on the air next year with your new album
4: Thank you so much and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you
1: and same to you. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyberstation USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and we'll invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com. Be here next Friday. Country Singer-Songwriter of the Year Amy Rose joins us, plus a surprise guest. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page for the announcement of who it's going to be. Good night, everybody, and have a great musical weekend. And that, of course, was the uh, the interview that we had with uh, Sarah Darling earlier the, uh, today, and as I said, we had to do this one in advance. We couldn't be live on this one because Sarah is uh, in the middle, right now as we speak, is in the middle of a sound check for her. Show tonight at the Franklin Theater in Franklin, uh, Tennessee. Uh, there's a few seats left, maybe half a dozen or so, if you're in central Tennessee it's, uh, and you can get out there. This is going to be a show of a lifetime. Um, <clears throat> this, uh, I wanted to uh, make a slight correction. The best place to download our podcasts is www.blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. We're able to post our podcast on Music Friday almost immediately, within 10 minutes or so of the show. We do get them up on uh, Cyber Station USA, but sometimes they take uh, three or four days or, or even a week at times. time. So if you want to download this show and uh, listen to it again and listen to the, uh, the, premiere, the premiere of Running From Love by Toby Lightman that uh, we played earlier t- uh, today, you can download it at www blogtalkradio.com that's www.blogtalkradio.com slash slash music Friday and then it'll take you right there to uh, there's a place you can go there to download the podcast um, I want to remind everybody that we are on every Friday and next Friday we are going to have Amy Rose Amy Rose is a star is a country star in fact her current uh, song Sunshine is number 13 on the top 40, the top 40 country list. Number 13 on the top 40 country list. So, that's, so she'll be with us next week. And we're also working on a, a surprise guest. I can't tell you quite who at this point because I haven't confirmed it yet. But as soon as we do confirm it, we will tweet it out. We will put it on our Facebook page. So tune in next Friday at uh, two o'clock. We're gonna at two o five. We'll be talking to Amy Rose, and at two thirty there will be a special guest. And now I'm gonna let you listen to the rest of "I'll Be Home for Christmas", I'll be home for Christmas. by Sarah Darling. You
2: have snow and mistletoe